Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey everybody, welcome to our YouTube channel. My name is Glenn Tompkins, Senior Instructor here, and I've got another great video for you. Everybody wants to know what stock should I buy? Everybody wants to know that. Well, if you're in the investing world, you want to know because you want to grow your portfolio. Today, I've got five cheap long-term stocks that you should consider putting in your portfolio, and I'm going to prove the case why you should. Am I going to tell you to buy them all right now? No, but these are stocks that are great potential upside, great upside potential stocks that you can keep in your portfolio. If you want to know what those stocks are, you sit right there. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tompkins, Senior Instructor. Glad to have you here. Well, you know what we do here. We do the work. You reap the rewards. If you're brand new to the channel, I invite you right now to hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell icon so that you'll be alerted when new videos like this come out. And um, if you like the content, please hit the like button. Share the content. Let people know what we're doing here to help people just like you make money in the stock market. So we're going to get right into it. Today, we're going to talk about some stocks that you need to consider holding for the long term. And I'm going to tell you why I think so. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to prove a case. It's going to be up to you as the jury to make your own decision on what I've just talked about. And again, if you like the content, please hit the like button. I want to hear what stocks you're looking at right now from a long-term perspective holding in your portfolio. So let's get into my news stories. We'll start off by looking at some of the stocks that I've got for you. First one, uh, Alliance Resource Partners, ARLP, coal stock. Well, we know what's going on with energy. We know coal, looking at petroleum, uh, looking at things like that in the space. Why is this one so important? Well, what's a good thing to look at when looking at long-term stocks? dividends, because that's going to help to your upside. It's great to have a stock that's got great upside potential. It's great to have a stock that's moving up, that's got uh, the ability to outperform the market. But what's going to help? The passive income, the dividend. So this is ARLP, jumped 15% on Wednesday after the natural resource company boosted its full year's production and profit forecast and also included something to do with dividends as well, increasing in their dividends. Conflict in the Ukraine is driving U.S. and many countries in the Europe and international markets to reduce their independence on Russian energy supplies. Coal is a big form of doing that. Uh, the fueling demand for energy produced in the U.S. and other less volatile regions driving up the price of coal, oil, natural gas. Folks, we've done videos. Actually, I just did a video not too long ago on liquefied natural gas. Check that video out if you haven't already. Uh, look in the description. You'll probably see a link for that video as well. 
But these things are a great place to have your money right now, especially with the climate that's going on in the market atmosphere. So this is one of my stocks that I'm thinking about. Uh, we provided uh, 2022 guidance on January 31 of 2022. Prices skyrocketed. And I think if you look at a lot of the different commodities, uh, they are skyrocketing as well. So long term, I think that this is a good place to have your money. All right, another one. Well, this one happens to be an oil stock. Uh, CVE is up 10%. And that was as of today, dividend is up 200% big time. That's going to pull a lot of eyes to the stock. The stock is already doing good on its own. Uh, it's one of the best moving stocks in our database at this particular point in time. And this gives more reason why long term, this should be a decent play for you to keep in. The dividend is up 200%. That's huge. Passive income is a great way to grow your portfolio for the longer term. Now, this next story is very interesting, and it goes after the whole idea of the job market. So we've looked at a coal stock. We've looked at a petroleum stock. Now we're going to look at cross-county healthcare launches a new study. All right, so it's a new study on the use of vendor management system to manage labor shortages. Everybody is trying to look for uh, hands up in regards to labor. We all know that because of inflation, wages are going higher. Are they going high enough to overcome inflation? And that's the problem right now. And if companies have to pay higher wages, what's gonna happen? They're gonna have to charge more money for their products and services. There's no getting around that. But all of that stems from rising inflation. If inflation wasn't rising, people wouldn't be in the same boat of trying to raise the wages to keep up with inflation, and it can't. So the Fed is trying to do everything that it can with its main tool of raising interest rates to stay stave off inflation. Man, I just don't think that they really have everything that they need uh, to be able to do it and still keep us intact of not having a recession. So we just found out that GDP just went down for the first quarter um, since the uh, COVID virus uh, and, and all of that kind of stuff. If we get a second quarter of GDP going down, that's where we start to look at, are we in a recession? But from that perspective, how about this company um, today announced the launch of a study on the use of the benefits of vendor management systems to streamline hiring of contingent and permanent staff. The vendor management system can provide an automated process to find, schedule, and manage healthcare staff. Makes them a little bit more efficient in what's going on in their staff. Users receive valuable, meaningful data to make informed hiring decisions, allowing control of staffing via one of, control, uh, uh, of a centralized platform. These tech platforms can be used for managed service programs as well as neutral VMS systems. Work processes are streamlined. And you know something in the whole process of trying to hire people and go through that whole process, being streamlined, being efficient is very important. How many times does a company hire somebody, they put the money into hiring that person to train them just for that person to leave? 
that sucks and that hurts the bottom line. Um, for streamlining efficiencies or gains, saving time and resources. You save time, you save resources, you save on the bottom line, you help to grow the bottom line. I think that this company going into this study is you know, ahead of the curve in trying to maintain and streamline the whole hiring process and keeping people happy and you know uh, the global healthcare IT market will reach 821 billion dollars by 2026 that's up from 326 billion dollars in 2021 this is huge this is huge and this could be a company that you want to take a look at and hold for the long term another one transportation well this is in out of transportation as well ships have been rocking and rolling airlines are starting to move again but that's not from that kind of transportation i'm looking at ships i'm looking at trucks um those kinds of things i already did a story on martin i'm doing it again because i still think that the company's got good upside potential. This is a story, though, back from April 19th. Uh, they beat up on earnings and revenue, and I think that it's only going to continue to get better, and we're going to take a look at that when we look at the stock. Now, my next one, you know me. I love food. It ain't always the right food, but I'm a big Wendy's fan, just like I'm a big McDonald's fan. But why am I a Wendy's fan? Because of the Baconator. Who doesn't like the Baconator? Think about that. Bacon is man's lifeblood. You can have bacon for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner. It's all about the bacon, baby. All right, what I do like about Wendy's is how the company is being run and what their core principles are. Wendy's commits more than 185000 to organizations across the U.S. and Canada. So they're giving out money. Now, you look and say $185,000. They probably make a lot more than that. But do you know something? It's giving back to the economy. It's giving or giving back to the community. And that's a good thing. Now, the other side of that is what are they doing to make themselves better as a company for the community, for the uh, employees that they employ? I like this. Wendy's advances corporate responsibility commitments. This was just done out yesterday. Today, Wendy's company released its 2021 corporate responsibility program outlining progress under the company's good done right platform focuses on food, people and food and footprint which I think is really good, um, formalized diversity, equity, and inclusion goals and shares progress on the company's climate roadmap, uh, roadmap, sustainable packaging goals. In the report, the company also details its board of directors' decision to tie executive compensation to environmental, social, and governance, ESG. That is a big topic as well. So putting all of that together... Looking at food, defining responsibility, sourcing goals, focus areas on investing further in food safety and quality innovation, people, formalizing DEI goals and continue to work to find forever homes for children and foster care. You know, a lot about a company, you can find out a lot about a company, about what it feels, how it feels about people and um the community. I love this. And the footprint, increasing cup recyclability, consumer recycling education, and climate transparency. Wherever you stand on climate control and all that stuff, it doesn't really matter. But I like that, you know, make things better. Recycling, consumer recycling, educating people on that. 
That's not a bad thing. I don't think it is. All right. So it's core goals to be able to want to do more than just sell food. And guess what? Everybody's got to eat. Now, it may not be, again, fast food may not be the best thing, but um, it's there. It ain't going away. You know, McDonald's has been around forever. You got Burger King. You got Bojangles. You got... I like what it seems that Wendy's is trying to do, just like I like Chick-fil-A as well. All right. So these are five companies that I went and I found within the VectorVest software. And I found the news behind it to back up why I like these stocks long term. Now, let's get into the VectorVest software and let's talk about how I found these stocks in the first place. Let's go here. So in the VectorVest software, we do have a search for our subscribers called long-term winners. All right. And these are cheaper long-term winners. I run the search. It's pretty much looking for stocks that are greater than a dollar that have a moving average volume of 100,000 shares and it takes out certain exchanges. All right. Uh, look at the pricing of these stocks. There's a lot of great stocks in here. UNH, Regeneration, Anthem, uh, Alphabet, NVIDIA, Builder, Brown & Brown, Costco. There's a lot of great companies in here that you could look at from a long-term perspective. But wait a minute. These stocks are expensive. The average investor in the stock market, you know, I don't know what the average person holds in the stock market at in this particular point in time, but there's a lot of new people that have entered into the stock market arena, and many of these prices may be well out of their range. But as a VectorVest subscriber, again, we have a search in our search's retirement, in our search's retirement port, uh, listing that has long-term winners sorted by relative safety. These are the stocks that are that meet the criteria and that are the safest stocks in the list. These stocks should exceedingly uh, meet or exceed their uh, earnings potentials or earnings expectations quarter over quarter, year over year. But what's the other side of earnings nowadays is, especially in the climate that we're in, is forward guidance. And a lot of stocks are beating on earnings, but the forward guidance, because of the rising inflation, how it's affecting the bottom line for these stocks, because they have to raise prices, are affecting the forward guidance. All right. I don't have an indicator for forward guidance, but for meeting or exceeding earnings, I do have the relative safety indicator as well. All right. So now. Let's take that to another level. I did a variation of this search that everybody can do if you want. I go into YouTube. I've got a couple of searches in here. Here's one. Cheap long-term stocks. A little simpler. These stocks have to be less than $20. They have to have an average volume of 250,000 shares. I definitely want liquidity on these stocks, especially if they're lower dollars. And our indicators, relative safety, it looks at a stock's Upside potential on a scale between zero and two has to be above 1.1. And relative safety, the stock's ability to meet or exceed its earnings expectations quarter over quarter, year over year, on a scale in between zero and two has to be greater than 1.1. And they're sorted by our master indicator VST. I ran it today as I was doing this video, and only five stocks came up. One, two, three, four, five. Out of over 9,000 stocks, only five stocks fit the criteria. And I said, holy smokes, I need to talk about that. And that's exactly what I'm doing today. Here's the five stocks. We saw all of the stories on those stocks, why I like those stocks long term, whether it's dealing with dividends or whether it be the expectations or whether it's doing a lot to make the company better. 
That's my argument on these stocks. And these are definitely stocks that you need to keep your eyes on. And I'm going to show you another something. I've been tracking this group of stocks, not just this, but from this search since the beginning of the year. And I'm going to show you what that looks like. But before we do that, let's graph these stocks. Let's take a look, put them on a three-month graph. And I'm going to put them uh, on my graph layout called Swing. Right, where I'm looking at a 20-day exponential moving average. Where is it? There we go. Here's my 20-day exponential moving average. I have earnings per share. I have volume. And I also have support and resistance on here as well. Look at the cold stock, ARLP, bottom left, top right. I don't like that earnings is falling, but that makes sense because of rising inflation and things of that nature. Earnings may be falling off on the companies, but the company's earnings is still sitting at $2.38. They grow it at a clip of 34% a year. That's amazingly outstanding. Now, today, the stock's price is going down. But over the last three months, bottom left, top right, nicely moving higher, breaking out of a little channel here. I do like the stock long term. It's trading at $18.16. Would I buy it today? No, but I keep this on my portfolio watch list, and when the time is right, I get into it. Next one, I like CVE. It's a petroleum stock. You can barely go wrong right now with petroleum. Bottom left, top right, rocking and rolling. Look at the earnings per share. It is rising over the last three months. Volume is picking up. I like this stock long-term, trading at $18.86. Next one, now CRN. This is all over the place, but it's got the earmarks to still be a stock that you might like long term. Relative value at 1.77. This stock should outperform the market by 77%. Relative safety, 1.18. It should still have a high probability of meeting or exceeding earnings expectations. I love the rising earnings, even though the stock is all over the place. Right now, I wouldn't buy it. It's trading below that 20-day exponential moving average. But I do like that it went outside of the range of this level of support at 1909, recently just jumped back above. I'd like to see it get out of this channel. I'd like to see it get back above the 20-day exponential moving average. But long term, I think that this stock has good upside potential. And then my next stock, Martin Transportation Truck. Love the earnings per share rising. Remember, earnings is the engine that drives a stock's price higher. It's above the 20-day exponential moving average, sitting at that level of resistance of $17.86. The stock took a big dip. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. All right? And even on a long-term stock, you still got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. When that stock dropped below that 20-day, that probably was a good time to take your profits on that stock and wait for another buying opportunity. The buying opportunity could be setting up for you to start to consider as long as it breaks above these two levels of resistance. And the last one, Wendy's. You sit there and go, what? Why are you looking at Wendy's? I like long-term that I know that we've got to eat. And I still think that fast food ain't going nowhere. I like the rising earnings per share. I don't like that it's below the 20-day exponential moving average, but I like the core principles behind the company as well, making the company a better company. People may look at that and go, hey, I want to get down with a company like that. Wendy's is not one that I would buy right now, but a relative value above one, a relative safety above one. It's not in an uptrend right now. They do have positive earnings and they grow their earnings at a clip of 18% a year. All right. So with that, folks, those are my five long-term winners uh, for that are a little less 
inexpensive than some of the big names that are out there that are great candidates to hold. Oh, I got to do one more thing. Hold on. Let's get back into the program. I told you that I've been tracking these stocks. I'm going to go to portfolios. Look at this. Cheap long-term stocks. Been tracking it since January 3rd, the first trading day of January of 2022. It's up over 16%. That's not bad for it good long-term plays, 16% in the year that we've been having with the ups and the downs, the ebbs and the flows. Um, and this is a very simple system from a market timing perspective for what I look for in the whole nine yards, simply looking at these stocks long-term, that's not a bad play. ET right now is up at 15%. We've got ARLP already in here, CVE, Martin, all of the stocks that we just looked at, all of the stocks that we just looked at are already in this portfolio. And when we look at ARLP, we've been in it since yesterday. CVE, we've been in it since the 20th. Martin, we've been in it since yesterday or two days ago, two days ago. Uh, CCRN, two days ago. Um, but these are stocks that I want you guys to keep on your radars. Five cheap long-term stocks that couple of them may be right to be in right now. A couple of them you may want to wait on. But at least you've got some more information on why I think that these are good long-term stocks. And that's what you're here for. You're looking for ideas on how to grow your portfolios. We really do all of the work for you on the majority of it. And you have the opportunity to reap the rewards. If you like the video, hit the like button. Uh, if you feel compelled, please share the video. Let other people know what we're doing here to help them invest as well. This video is over. And until the next time, see ya. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.